0: I
1: didn't say fuck last time at all, I don't think. Maybe I said it once.
0: Well, guess what? You just said it again. Oh, I a trap. A <laughs> I'm already rolling. <laughs> 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 Got you this time. All right. Starting it off right as we always do around here. God Hi, damn it. Everyone. This is I'm actually comics. I am Tristan. Uh, I am the owner of Coast City Comics and I'm joined as always <laughs> by my co-host and dear friend Ooh. Bob Elrich, how are you doing today, Bob? I'm doing
1: good. <laughs> I'm doing really good, and that's very nice of the <laughs> things you just said. I will not swear again for the rest of the
0: episode. <laughs> okay. I dare you. I'm, I gonna, I'm not gonna. Okay. All right. See if you can do that. I'm not gonna. Uh, and speaking of, uh, of swearing during episodes, um, <laughs> Barbaric Number 1 is out this week. I'm, I'm skipping Avengers by Jason Aaron. Sorry. But that's Amazing thing.
1: Spider-Man's thing.
0: You know, why doesn't Amazing Spider-Man come up there? I don't know. It's because it's going to come up under Chameleon, Chronicle, Crusade. (laughs) I've got the ultimate crib
1: sheet, which is turning to my left.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Turn to your left. Turn to your right. One of these two people is not going to pass the Coast City Comics course this year. Oh, man. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. Well, Chip Zdarsky is on my right, and Damn. Gita of Althazar is on my left. I love Gita of Althazar.
0: <laughs> no, uh, Barbaric Number One. This was yeah. a this was a crazy fun book. I was uh, I was pleasantly surprised by this.
1: Nice. I put it in. I uh, put it aside to, to to pick up, but I didn't pick it up, so I haven't read it. But I did flip through it. it looked good I know. I know it this is
0: this sounds like a, a terribly self serving thing, but if you liked Rad Wraith, you'll probably like this it's got the same vibe. Hmm. He's literally got like a talking axe that craves blood and gets drunk every time. It literally gets drunk on blood and so it's slurring after it's murdered, whatever, whoever <laughs> nice. it's murdered. That's and he is, he is a barbarian, he's like, he's sort of a super Conan kind of character who gets cursed by some witches uh, to never be able to, to do wrong. So he has to kill only in service of good. Uh, and and that is essentially the setup for the whole thing, and it's pretty great. It's a terrible curse. It is a terrible curse. No, it's not.
1: It's actually, if you're going to have to kill, you might as well kill for good.
0: You might as well kill for <laughs> permanently. Um, <laughs> you might as well kill for permanently. Um, yes. Right. And so there's that. And, Barbaric. Uh, and there's some really good covers on that, too. Nice. Uh, uh, there's a great uh, Conan number one parody cover. I
1: liked that.
0: And I enjoy
1: it. I saw a funny Conan parody this week on on Facebook that someone had made that was called Onan and it was like (laughs) the one hand of Fury and they put the cover blurb (laughs) over his hand so it looked like it's like Onanism
0: is like like it. Yeah, it was pretty funny. I gotta say. Oh, my God. Also, I've run out of, like, regular water, and it's a million (laughs) degrees in here. It is very hot. And so now I'm drinking seltzer, and I'm probably going to be belching on Mike, and I please beg you all to forgive me.
1: I chose brisk, so Um, I shan't shan't be burping. Shan't burp Other than my normal amount
0: of burping. (laughs) Uh, We have Batman White Knight Presents Harley Quinn hardcovers in, and where's my phone? I don't know when Sean's coming in. Sean and Colleen are coming in to sign these, but... uh,
1: It's the pinkest hardcover. It graphic is,
0: novel I've ever seen. It is the pinkest. I think they probably melted from the heat, so they haven't responded to my text yet, but they might be coming in soon to sign those. Oh. So, so we prob- may be interrupted in the middle of the, the podcast. Right. Probably just don't buy those until they're signed, is what I'd say. Oh, who's yeah. that? <laughs> uh, that so Miss, Mr. McFeely. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, and of all the books, of all the times, uh, Beta rebuild, holy crap, man. Ooh, I loved... It. This this book is so so above and beyond what anyone could have expected from a beta bill beta bill. beta beta bill, <laughs> mm. uh, <laughs> no beta bill. listen my brain is frying <laughs> no. like a fucking <laughs> <Literally> egg <on. laughs> sloshing around inside our <laughs> overcooked skull yeah, case it's not great yeah no, uh, I got but you. yes beta bill Old Beta Bill. <laughs> <laughs> there's a
1: really good uh, double page uh, Surtur Planet uh, s- spread. Oh. It's actually a pretty good week for Daniel Warren Johnson. Lately, there's been a fair amount of his stuff, which has been great. Yeah. Um, but we'll uh, we'll talk about him and watch the video on Instagram. The uh,
0: more Daniel Warren Johnson, the better. I zoomed
1: in on my favorite Warren Johnson piece of the <laughs> week.
0: It's pretty great. <laughs> um, Black Cat, annual number one one of out. those
1: infiniti- yeah. infinities what is it yes. called yeah.
0: Infin- infinities infinities Infin- Infin- INFD whatever that infinite destinies that's infinite what it is
1: Infinite destinies. I had part of the letters
0: yes <laughs> that, that <was> so close
1: <laughs> I'm missing entire word but I had half of the letters perfect of it's the total all
0: title. we needed we got black knight curse of the ebony blade number four of 5 mm. we got black widow number eight I'm not following that series But people seem to be digging it Um, People also dig Black Knight I I actually very much liked Black Knight I just have not read it I have not been reading it Unfortunately I I read the first two Maybe three issues and I enjoyed them But Mm. I'm not caught up Uh, Blade Runner 2029 number 5 Is out Buffy the Vampire Slayer Tea Time number 1 It's got a vampire Giles on it Yeah Oh goodness
1: Yeah I have lost complete touch with the Buffy titles. Sorry to say. Me
0: too. But I will say that I did thumb through this one, and the art looks great. Uh, Giles is, like, one of my favorite characters on this. Me show. too. I, I I was very disappointed to find out that they had planned to spin him off into his own TV series. Oh, and they did And they never did. Yeah. And it was kind of like... I think they got beaten to it by some BBC show that was like very similar called The Librarians or something uh, like that, and it was just going to be basically about him as a like a cult librarian. Yeah. Uh, would have been fun.
1: Yeah, definitely. Every once in a while in our our obsessive watching of uh, <laughs> years-long British television dramas, he pops up
0: oh, nice. uh,
1: as a character actor. I can't remember which one we saw him on. It might have been Silent Witness, but I'm not sure entirely.
0: Um, anyway. Does he ever play uh, Behind Blue Eyes? On <laughs> no, but
1: he did play like a badass in the one that we saw. Oh, nice. I think That's it awesome. was like, he always I think he I think he likes being not typecast as I think Giles. he's great. He I is think he's, great. I, think I, he's, I think love he's him. really fun. Yeah.
0: Uh,
1: Don't know his name, but he's great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Stewart Head. Oh,
1: yeah, his Stewart his Head. Is that correct? That sounds exactly right. Uh, I've seen every episode of Buffy twice, and I <laughs> couldn't remember it, but hey. Uh,
0: cable number 11 is out didn't read it but i love cable um catwoman 2021 annual number one did you read this i did not it's pretty cool
1: uh so there's this villain in the regular cat the rom v run of catwoman and uh he looks kind of like it's kind of scarecrowy kind of you know whatever Uh, he's got this kind of like anyway it's his origin uh and it ties into uh some some '90s Batman lore via the cult of Azrael, uh, in a really pretty cool way. And oh,
0: shit, that Liam Sharp cover is
1: awesome. Uh, I I only I didn't realize there was more than one cover. Uh, the the interior is um the main artist of Catwoman currently Fernando Blanco, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, did a like a framing sequence, so, and then the whole story is Kyle Hotz. Oh, well, nice. So he's that awesome, like exciting yeah yeah it was, it was actually like really pretty cool um, there was one com- I, I, I skimmed a fair amount um, so uh, but I, I spent a little bit more time with this than some of the other books because it just was like I was like huh what's the deal with this and then I really wanted like once I realized it tied into Asriel I was like whoa oh, cool nice. That's what's great. the deal with this
0: I'm interested in that yeah I would check it out uh, and it feeds directly
1: it's like a, another issue of the comic you know it oh, feeds cool. directly into the, into the regular series
0: uh, Change of the Grave, number four of five, is out. It's got a horse on the cover. It does have a horse, um, and but more importantly, Chibi Usagi is out. <laughs> Which is a little, tiny, adorable Usagi Yojimbo uh, trade paperback or original graphic novel, I should say. Oh. And it is called Attack of the Heebie to. I want to uh, see it. Why wouldn't you want to? It's got little, little tiny Usagi Yojimbo. With yeah, an, I an saw the promo head. art for it. It looks great. <laughs> it's great. It's really adorable. Uh, they look like little weird uh, Rice buns that you yeah. want to eat <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah there's uh, The new uh, n- new Quote Usagi uh, single issue Is out and I, there was a, yeah. a Ad for it
0: in there Yeah, There was a thing that happened we yeah, got cleaned out of this Issue like a bunch of scalpers hit us for Like the last issue of Usagi And I was like what the fuck just happened huh. I was like I was not prepared For this and apparently they Introduced a female uh, Swordsman into swordswoman swordsperson into the usagi universe and it's a brand new character who is sort of a another rabbit oh um another rabbit swords person.
1: okay uh this U- usagi that's out this week is a reprint oh okay so i thought the whole series was kind of just reprints but i guess no, they, no. there's
0: an ongoing as well yeah. Okay. So they're,
1: re- two they're doing, series and then these are color.
0: Yeah, they're the doing first color yeah. color reprints of miniseries and they're yeah. doing un- continuing I mean, the ongoing. His style believe, is color, like
1: in color. It's so consistent, the yeah. new stuff versus the old stuff that it's like I would not.
0: You kind of can't tell what's you know, what. How to, I feel the same way about uh, Kevin Eastman. Yeah. Kevin Eastman, you couldn't tell what he drew today and what he drew thirty years ago. Yeah, just rock solid. Yeah. Yeah. No degradation. So weird. Um, cool. You know what is incredibly cool? And, I it, do. and embarrassingly, <laughs> like, nearly brought me to tears <laughs> in a place that was clearly meant for comedy. And I don't know if it means that I need therapy, but <laughs> fuck. I loved this issue of Crossover. I thought it was really, 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 like, really, phenomenally really good. good. And the the end reveal of the characters that they're <laughs> yeah. bringing in—pretty cool—blew my mind. Yeah, I like. I know that they were up for grabs, but I had no idea this was going to happen. So I was like, "That yeah. was that was an exciting reveal." Yeah, and uh, yeah definitely
1: definitely cool Uh, I love the the idea of like the 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 in between issues being by like completely different creative teams but also like seeing what is able to kind of open up Within the world of the series is actually like I'm starting like more and more to realize, like how kind of brilliant the whole deal is and how big it's
0: it can be and is going to be over time. Like we have every issue of crossover catch up. It's so fucking good. Yeah, it It is really like it is written for people who like comic books. This is like this issue essentially is Chip Zdarsky is in hiding, working at a burger joint, going home, pretending that he's not Chip Zdarsky because People are trying to hunt down... Yeah,
1: because something terrible happened to Brian K. Vaughn. Because
0: somebody <laughs> murdered Brian K. Vaughn in a horrible way. And uh, and he feels like he's next, and he knows there's somebody out to get him. And one of his creations is out to murder him because he, he yeah. has treated... Because the role of a comic artist is to put their creations through hell in order to, you know, entertain people. Yes. And so... He's just waiting for one of his one of his characters to come do him in (laughs) and he gets help from one of his other characters. And It's genius. And I love it. It's very, very good. And and seriously, there's a moment that I I don't know what it is. I think I again, maybe a psychological help. Not sure. But it really almost brought me to tears. (laughs) Loved it. Uh, Okay, so good. Also, one of the three books that Phil Hester did art in this this week. (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
1: And did. And honestly, the best of them. Uh, I think the art was really, really good in this.
0: Yeah, because he didn't do Mignola.
1: Oh, he did his style. I just think it's like it's it's just was he he's the not one, he doing was the a one superhero comics. He was the one so that, that did
0: that, Mignola in uh, in Green Arrow, right? Uh, not in Green Arrow. In, uh, well,
1: he was he was a he was a classic Green Arrow yeah. artist from that Kevin Smith run. So he just kind of did that. Um, re- but it's like how he draws he has a very distinctive style obviously but how he draws a superhero book is a lot different than how he would draw oh, a, a yeah. book like this which is more even though it's got fantastic elements it's it's more real world so yeah. i just think it's like that just the style like was, was extra
0: style. and i loved it so extra uh we've got uh daredevil number 31 and cult of dracula which i forgot um number four and Department of Truth, number 10 Dune, House Atreides, number 8 Eternals, number 5 Is out And uh, a book called Everyone is Tulip Which I was not familiar with
1: Did I just unplug myself? No, okay, good No,
0: I don't think so uh, <laughs> this little dongle <laughs> fell That's not a swear, by the way <laughs> Okay, <laughs> well, I'll trust you <laughs> All right, so that thing uh, Everyone is Tulip, where else are we? Where are we going? Uh, We're going to Family Tree Trade Paperback Volume 3 We got Future State Superman Trade Paperback As well Uh, It's because it's a giant-sized Amazing Spider-Man That it wasn't first, is the answer Oh, starts with G The answer is Giant-sized Amazing Spider-Man Chameleon Conspiracy Number 1 Basically after I started telling everyone To read uh, The Chameleon Conspiracy Because I thought that it was really fun uh, this issue sucked, and I'm sorry. <laughs> I I profoundly apologize. This this was an unsatisfying wrap up to the thing. It's like, wait, is this the end of it? This is the end.
1: Um, oh, I thought it was just like a like they like no. one of those point two, it's yeah, like where no, it's like it doesn't the, really this matter. This is
0: this is the end of it, and yeah, I, okay. I mean, that's it's extra harsh. It doesn't suck. It was just not. It was not as great as I'd hoped it was going to be. And uh, although I will say. There is a single twist in this book that I very much like, and it's going to lead to a character change that I'm very into. So there is an absolute status quo change for an existing character, and I'm interested in it. So cool. that's cool. Um, Ooh, this was fun. Godzilla Rivals uh, versus Hedera. It was fun. If you're looking for a good Godzilla book, like a good solid Godzilla book where it's just – Godzilla fighting and then some weird crap happens <laughs> this is it nice pretty good uh we got this thing that Bob is very excited about green oh. arrow 80th anniversary 100 page super spectacular the
1: only thing I don't like about this is that it makes me realize how badly some of the ones they did on oh, last yeah. year's 80th anniversaries yeah. sucked because like yeah. this one is so good like, it's so good. Uh, every story. And they it.
0: tried really hard, too, in this thing. Yeah. The stuff that they pulled out from the archives to put in here. Oh, I love like that. the chili recipe. And yeah. All it. It's funny because I was, like, reading it, and I got to the, the era where it was the, uh, the Green Arrow, Black Canary era from the early 2000s. Yeah. When it was called that uh uh-huh. With like the wedding issue and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and I was like, oh shit, are they gonna publish the the chili recipe again? And then I flipped <laughs> the page and there it was there. I was like, yeah. Oh hell yeah. The
1: chili recipe, which is I think there's been other versions of the chili oh, recipe yeah. printed over the over time at least, but maybe not. Maybe it's just the one. Either way, that's in there. There's also a really, really funny um, thing in the middle where it's like green arrows guide to friendship and it's just like different panels from different so comics good very very cool honestly like a great filler of a, yeah. of a few pages um yeah. but the thing that's really cool about mike Grell did a like longbow hunters oh era god. story that, that was actually like really good like the Rell second still, to last
0: one. Oh my god yeah it's really good um i don't what, know what that ending meant but it was intense
1: yeah yeah it was uh it was definitely like like a lot of this stuff could continue on like um there was like ev- like basically every era of green arrow that you can imagine from golden age like all the way to you know lemire's like f- new 52 run to like now is in there uh and done in a way that's like really not just like sappy and like hey remember this but like yeah yeah like hey this is good because of this um also one and this is a like a wicked dumb for me but like uh devin grayson did a arsenal story in it yeah it's set during when she did the the miniseries and when she was doing titans yeah and it's just like oh like so 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 good and the art Is really good all the way through it and yeah. then there's like a Tribute to Denny O'Neill at the end oh that his wrote. that was like heartbreaking Yeah really oh. really heartstrings uh, So good for sure but like Also a really good uh, like Here's why Denny O'Neill Was awesome and yeah. like you can't really do a Green Arrow book and not Jesus, no. You know, I mean, like, literally, like, the characterization of Green Arrow as it exists is pretty much like the characterization of Denny O'Neill as a person. Exactly. He basically just, like, wrote himself into the (sighs) character, and then that's when he became awesome in the Justice League.
0: (laughs) And, I mean, and that's all of those every single one of those little like little vignettes that they had in yeah. making friends thing was yeah. that was all Denny O'Neill stuff where it was basically like just him calling people fascists and like yeah. it's yeah. so fucking good
1: yeah definitely and then there's like they did that thing with the all the eras so there's what probably eight different covers yep uh but one of them is the 50s like Kirby era with yep. uh Daniel Warren Johnson and like that cover is there's also my I think it's Michael Cho I'm not 100% sure the Golden Age one yep. that one's really good the Golden Age story inside is drawn by uh is it javier rodriguez who did the marvel uh the history of marvel series yeah. i can't remember what it was yeah, called yeah. marvel universe whatever God, um good. yeah the whole thing is just like front to back like i've really 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 yeah that michael thought it was show good. cover
0: is beautiful it's so good it's, it's so
1: it's <laughs> good it was so hard to choose one cover in fact i didn't
0: like actually. he would have been the best golden age like he would have yeah. been such a good golden age oh artist God. on, on any of these things.
1: It's crazy how good some of the golden age people were. And it's just yeah. like the technology of the time was that's just, why it's
0: so weird to see somebody who's really good at it now. Yeah. You know, like when you see Steve rude and you go, yeah, Oh shit. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool that he can yeah. do that stuff that no one else can do.
1: Yeah. He's so good.
0: Yeah. Um, anyway, we probably okay. talked about that for too long, so too long, uh, heavy metal, I love the cover. The Weird. cover of this is beautiful. It looks yeah. like a like a blacklight poster. Yes, it's but s- like so-
1: a very not like heavy metal style. Like yeah, uh, yeah, traditional heavy metal style. Anyway, I love I lo- really cool, very yeah. attractive looking magazine.
0: Infinite Frontiers,
1: Secret Files Number One. I liked it. I actually liked this better than I liked Infinite Frontier number one now that I've had a chance to read Infinite oh, Frontier number one. I liked which Infinite Frontier. I liked, Frontier. I liked one. it,
0: but this has more meat it. does. It's to got it. a lot more meat to yeah. it. It definitely allowed them to do like a full President Superman story, actually, two full President yeah, Superman stories. Yeah, which actually Superman
1: is really good. Um,
0: yeah, I liked the first one a lot. The second one was okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah and there's a there's just like it's
0: Mr. Bones doing the like you know uh, he's he is a treat like uh, that is that (laughs) is a character that is underutilized by DC
1: yeah there's definitely well I mean he's like one of the major players in Infinite Frontier so that's changing although they pulled a Speaking of in- Infinity Incorporated characters that have gone on to new life, they pulled uh, this guy Chroma out of yeah, yeah. nowhere in this. That was like I. The only reason I know Chroma exists is because Todd McFarlane drew his who's who in, in-, in- entry, and I just That's remember funny. it. Like I've never read a comic with that character, but he's in he or she i don't really know androgynous kind of looking character
0: i yeah i believe it is a they i could be a they i believe so yes yeah, i don't I, I don't know anything about it just I believe like they call they be they call them they in this huh. unless uh, yeah no i think that's right yeah i like again oh yeah like, that's right it's the one that was uh, that wants to eat the world ah. that wants to sing the world to pieces <laughs> nice that's the one um yeah very, cool very uh very um Oh
1: man, Umbrella Academy of 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 them
0: <laughs> I thought you were going to say Disturbed <laughs> oh. Isn't that? No <laughs> I don't know very much about Disturbed uh, Jungle Fantasy Fauna number one Is a porno comic and again I apologize For carrying it <laughs> uh, Wait, I, is it the same one as last week no, Or is this like another it's, issue? I, it's just another one because literally I just like I've been trying to like get better About getting stuff that's like Maybe on the outsides And so I'm just like kind of yeah. There's a little bit of, like, poking the buttons and just going, two, 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 mm-hmm. two, two. Things that might have at one point been called Xenoscope. <laughs> I, I still steer clear of Xenoscope unless people order it intentionally. Okay. Because it has been... I didn't know it was still, still around. The thing is, it has been terrible. But then uh, Taylor Esposito, who is a wonderful uh, letterer, he he has been the letterer for Xenoscope forever. And he posted this new artist from something that they had done. And I was like, wow, that is actually really cool looking. And I kind of want to check this book out. Hmm. So nice. Who knows? You never know. I just heard nightmares about what they pay people and things like that. But Mm -hmm. I mean, if Taylor thinks they're cool, then they're probably cool. Nice. So I like that dude. Uh, Kaiju Max, number two from season six. We got Kane and Abel, the Shaky Cain yeah. craziness.
1: It's Yeah, it's Shaky Kane and then another artist whose last name is Abel. It's
0: Krent Abel. Grant Abel.
1: I, I, I flipped through it. It looks really cool. But you had damages on
0: that? Yes, we have damages on a lot of things this week. Stupid. Stupid damages. It was just one box seems to have gotten nailed by something. yeah. <laughs> So nailed by UPS It was nailed by UPS That is true Uh, I still love my UPS guy I don't think it's his fault I assume it was some other jerk From another state That brought it to him Yep Um, A scab Yeah He probably wasn't even Union Man I don't like that guy Uh, Okay (laughs) Made in Korea We've got the reprints of number one We've got a bajillion of those Cool And we've got Made in Korea Number two this week I What? Go ahead Oh I was going to say This thing did not go in the direction I was expecting it to No No, but I really like it. It ended on a note where I was like, oh, we're going fantastical here. We're going like full on magical realism at the end of that book. And then, I mean, the, the thing changed reality around it yeah sorta and then it was like okay now we're going to school and I, I loved this I yeah. thought it was amazing but it was not where I thought it was going no uh, I, I this was
1: one that like when you when it came out like we we, I missed it completely and like then you yeah it's... you pointed out that it was really good and I and I came back for it and, and was really glad that I did because it was awesome and I like this second issue a lot I think this is a great series I think honestly this might be a like, I would recommend this when it's all wrapped up as a trade. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a great um, trade, I think. Yeah. I'm starting to kind of realize, like, um, and I think I'm going to, as we talk about stuff, like, if I think something might be, like, not that I don't <laughs> yeah, want people yeah. to buy the single issues, because obviously I want people to spend as much money as possible in your store, <laughs> but, uh, you know. No, um, but I agree. Like, maybe buy I, both. Exactly. I think, really cool.
0: I think uh, in this case i would definitely say that this is you know what i wouldn't definitely say because this is one that i would want to own the issues for I, yeah i love
1: the color the cover treatment you know we've talked a it's, lot it's with very cool certain things about like cover treatment not being great but this one is like just aesthetically totally works with like the banner yep uh being red and then the black and white uh image with one spot of color in it um yeah. It's great. Just really, really cool. Good. I love the art and I love the design of the the little girl with her huge ears. Like I just love that she's like I'm yeah. off to school and it's like no one is talking about the fact that her ears are like literally like twice as big as normal ears.
0: <laughs> nope, nobody cares. Yeah, it's just like a thing. They just they just care that she's a little wooden girl. Yeah. They call her Pinocchio. Yeah. Um Okay, King and Black trade paperback is something that is pretty pretty excellent. Did this um, come
1: out in trade paperback first before hardcover?
0: Uh, or I just ignored the hardcover, which is oh. entirely possible. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I'm just like, "Oh, really? You want to fucking sell me a fifty dollar hardcover? Eat me!" <laughs> uh, this is, and this is huge. Like for a twenty five dollar paperback, this thing is enormous. So, yeah, yeah. it's uh, King and Black. This is a great read. So if you are a, a fan of the Venom or of the Spidey, I or would say... Or of the Donny Cates. Or of the Donny Cates, I would say this is a, a thing to do. We got, I enjoyed it. Yeah. And I'm
1: not a... Uh, you you kind of have to force me to read a right. Marvel crossover at this point, and I really thought King of Black was pretty good.
0: A little dark, but still yeah. good. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Mega Man, fully charged, trade paperback. Charged up. Yes. And we have The Mighty Crusaders one-shot. The Shield, written by... Rob
2: Liefeld <laughs> for some reason. And also drawn by Rob Liefeld for I'm some, drawn some reason. By Rob
0: Liefeld for some reason. I don't know.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry. There you go. <laughs> I won't say anything you else. You didn't swear, but you did make a did barfing make I made reason. a barf sound. Because this comic makes me want to barf. It's pretty bad. It's pretty not good. It's
1: literally just like, you know, uh, I'm going to take a Captain America-esque character and then I'm going to give his Bucky-esque sidekick a girl. I'm going to make it a girl because mm-hmm. that's like, you know, like you're like literally like, dude, you're just like repeating your own stories. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, whatever, whatever. It's yeah. someone, it's someone's thing and I shouldn't. Sh- I should, it's, you know, it isn't. I shouldn't garbage on people's thing.
0: I think sometimes, sometimes oh, so. that's true, but I think good luck finding somebody who's gonna be like, wow, did I ever love this book?
1: Yeah, I see a lot of Liefeld talk on the on the on the internets, and there's always
0: two yeah. oh, sides. Yeah, yeah. Of course, there always. there are. But I mean, even people that are like huge Liefeld fans, they're not like they're not oblivious to the fact mm. that. He's not a great writer. Yeah. I mean, that's not.
1: I think he that, is also someone that. who, uh, like, in the same way that the Marvel comics of the 60s look better when they are not treated as if they are modern, right. I think that his art looks better when it is not computer colored. Oh, I agree with that. When it is too. on newsprint, when yeah. it is, like, I, I think there's something. Yeah. Very, like, graphic and bold about his style that really doesn't you can't no
0: it does screw it up i yeah, agree i, I think so maybe
1: too. i don't know what it is but anyway
0: yeah it's out mighty shield or mighty, whatever it's called. mighty mighty crusaders. Crusaders. crusaders the shield the shield the shield
1: there's a uh, jerry ordway cover yeah i love jerry ordway he's killing it killing it lately he did a pin-up in that stars and star girl yeah. special that was like oh he is like on like a game like he's nice. so good He's been doing it for like 50, 50 years? <laughs> 50 years. 50 years? 40 years? 40 He's years? been doing it forever, Yeah, it seems like. I mean, some of the first comics I ever bought were by that he, he drew because I loved All-Star Squadron oh, yeah. when I was like oh, 8 God. years old.
0: <laughs> you know, I feel like that says enough that you could almost – like, explain your personality entirely by that statement. Ah, uh, yeah. I feel like there, there's so much formative information in that statement.
1: Yeah, the two probably, I mean, other than t- New Teen Titans, the two series that made the greatest impression on me were All-Star Squadron and Ambush Bug. And I think if you analyze yeah. those two things, like that's so like too.
0: basically everything I like. <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> um, and speaking of things that you like and uh, that we all like, oh, Modok. This this was a great series. Yeah, yeah. Modok head games.
1: There's another cool little Modok thing that happened this week that you might have noticed.
0: That was so weird. <laughs> that was so strange, but I loved that. Yeah. Anyway,
1: yeah, yeah. Modoc the series by Patton. This Patton Oswalt one. Yep, this is yeah. Pat Oswalt. One. Yeah, I like this one. It was real cool.
0: good. Uh, Money shot number twelve is out. Yes, I
1: am. Uh, I bought the the plastic wrapped one, even though I have no idea what's in
0: it. Yeah, I mean they're doing a thing this month that is basically a nude uh, <laughs> cover for every book that Vault puts out. So it's like, <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> I don't know. There you go. Interesting. Well, Interesting. I bought
1: another Vault comic and that didn't have a nude cover. Uh, probably
0: because I smashed them by the accident. The Witch Blood? Oh no, I don't think they did that did it for that one. That's good. I think they were like, "You know what? No, I don't want to do that." And they said, "Okay, you don't have to." <laughs> what was the other one you smashed? Barbarian. Oh. Barbarian had a nude cover as well and I but I didn't smash them that uh, diamond smashed them.
1: Oh, are you going to get more?
0: Yeah, I good. will I will order more of them. But it's 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 weird though because it's Tim Seeley. So instead of being like, like, I expected it to be something funny or weird. Or, this I is the money shot one? The uh, barbarian. The barbarian one. I expected barbarian to be like him. Instead, it's like some random woman. And it's um, like, okay, wait a second. No. That's kind of lame. This is kind of lame. You yeah. can't do this. This is like, that's like 90s kind of sexism stuff. You gotta Yeah, have,
1: it's like baked in though, you know? Like we can show like... A, f- a female breast, but like you can't show like a guy's penis. Like it's like that's like a, a thing so that you can't do. I guess I don't, I don't know why not. I think that's a failed. That's a missed opportunity to show. <sighs> I, I
0: think especially that. Yeah. How how culturally aware you are. <laughs> I mean, especially Vault. Yeah. Like Vault. Like that's their that's their shtick. And they published like, Money Shot. <laughs> they do now. I think they changed. I think they changed directions because they were like a full on. Every book that they put out was like. Uh, some sort of social issue baked into the the concept of the book hmm. and now it doesn't feel that way. I mean, although I got to say, even then, like some of the social justice stuff does come, creep through in Barbarian too, where it was like, you know, there were there were moments of like he's forced to he's like brought into a, an arena And they're like okay here we know what your deal is you kill people so here's this guy he's a he's a murderer this guy is a child abuser and this person stole from the whatever and he's like these two yeah totally I'll fucking kill these guys but uh, this guy unless he attacks me I'm gonna let him go because uh, you know blah 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 and then they have a fucking argument about trickle-down economics (laughs) (laughs) nice And it was like huh okay cool interesting yeah i'm looking forward to reading No, that it's one. it's great that book is great um not to go back to it but it's really good um there's uh, a new issue of Montre- monstrous monstrous uh number 35 cool cover and there is an interesting ya book out that is really cool called the mystery of the meanest teacher which is a johnny constantine book oh yeah um, this is by Ryan North and Derek. Charm. Yeah, right. This is like teenage. basically the Squirrel Girl
1: yeah. creative team doing teenage John Constantine. So as a graphic, do novel. not
0: ignore this. <laughs> yeah. If you were a fan of Squirrel Girl, this is a book for you. It is funny and cute and weird and dumb and awesome and yeah, it's all these things. Yeah. I'm into it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm if go- only
1: Erica Henderson. No offense to uh, Derek Charm. I yeah. love Derek Charm. I like him too. Yeah. I I, I can't I just, wait like, to read I'm this. I'm imagining like. <laughs> Erica yeah. Henderson. I just I, like. Yeah, I wonder I if know.
0: he's going to do the pink line. I don't know. He used to do that in Adventure Time, so I wonder if he's going to do it in this. Mm. Um, okay. Ninjas and Robots, number eight. Parasomnia, number one. We had mixed feelings we, about this. I don't know that I had mixed feelings about it. I thought it was great. Yeah. But I definitely feel like the concept was. I feel like he may think that he can handle something that he can't on this one. He's a great writer obviously and I think he just maybe let this get a little bit out of control because I think the concept is a little too big for the way that it was presented and definitely reading it through it was I don't feel like it managed to explain itself well enough. That I, I,
1: I would agree that I'm not a hundred percent sure exactly. I mean, obviously you don't with a concept so basically like this is like, uh, there's two different worlds that are represented in the comic. There's a guy who is kind of like, uh, living on the streets and he's, he's this old guy. And then he has this kind of fantasy life, right. Where he's like this, um, like I, what is it like so, revolutionary war period so like the, the
0: guy who's the uh, yeah,
1: yeah it's I loved it it, f- the language of it in the weird other world oh, it was just like how it bounced back and forth between the two that's worlds the was the only a little, thing that was
0: a little fuzzy yeah and it, it just it, again I'm a big fan of Cullen Bunn so yeah, I, and
1: I really liked the art too
0: the art was great it's just it, again it was a little it was a little rough I bet on a second read through it would be completely clear but I was kind of hoping for it to be something that was going to pop from the first read yeah and this was a little it was a little rough I cuz it's funny because even after you said that I was like oh I thought that the that the old the old street guy was uh, the the crazy Native American character oh because interesting. he, he shows because he's looking into his reflection at the end and that's what he sees yes And so he's – there's another character out there who's some sort of avenging angel kind of uh, revolutionary, like Scarlet Pimpernel-looking dude. Well,
1: so on the cover of this, that's the reflection. And then on the cover of the next one, it's the same guy, but the reflection is the Native American character. Oh, so
0: he's kind of flowing through all of these people. But basically, this guy is looking for his
1: son who – and this is another thing where it's like I basically – I pick up the comics – and I have about an hour and a half to get through everything I can. So I'm I've definitely not given this the like careful read that, that it deserves. And also Andrea Muti, the artist and colorist, uh, I think is especially the colors in this are absolutely gorgeous. And um, it's just I can't say enough about what's going on as a as a essentially flipping through like I did like I kind of started to read it and it, and it, it, you, you get when when we're doing this the way we do it. It's like I'll read a couple pages and then it's really usually immediately obvious that like I don't have time to get all the way through this. <laughs> that's, um, and that's where this one kind of ended up. But I, I definitely like. I I definitely
0: will say that this thing has high marks for me regardless of the fact that I found it a bit confusing I would still definitely call this like a four and a half stars for me out of five
1: yeah and I love the concept and I love uh Don Quixote kind of like you know what's reality versus you know like the real when you see like what's happening in the real world versus and that's when you read the actual Quixote and you kind of the way it's presented is 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 similar but like when it's visualized it's always cool that juxtaposition of like this character like basically tripping out and experiencing like a different reality i've always really liked stories like that so this is definitely one that um i am very interested in
0: agree Another one I really liked this week was Shang Chi number two. I think Shang Chi is really good. It is really good. I oh, love this artist. I don't and, know where they got this guy. And believe it or not, this is where we were talking about the Modok moment.
1: Oh, no, it's not the Modok moment I'm talking oh, about.
0: This is the Modok moment I was talking oh. about. Oh, this is I this is that uh, that old timey trope that we just went through with Wolverine of the supervillain auction. Uh, Somebody's got a cosmic cube and they're putting it up to auction and Shang-Chi and his partner are going to purchase this uh, on at the behest of the living weapons. And he uh, he gets there and he has a little conversation with Modok where Modok comes up because his father is the legendary villain. He has some sort of I can't remember who he is, but he's this he's essentially the Mandarin. Hmm. Uh, And they're not mentioning the Mandarin anymore because he's such an offensive stereotype. But I think they've kind of changed who the Mandarin is into this character. I noticed that the Mandarin is still seems to be the villain of the Shang-Chi movie.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, they could just not call him the Mandarin and then just like have him be like a cool badass like don't
0: have him look like Fu Manchu right 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 just get rid of all the all the fucking dragon lady Fu Manchu shit that they put on him and like make him look like a real human being which I think
1: they've been mostly doing with that character since like Bendis was doing Iron Man you know like I think
0: yeah oh I'm oh I mean they they definitely did good things with him I think the Bendis version or was it whoever it was I I think it was Bendis Bendis who was doing Warren Ellis or someone I don't know oh shit it was Warren Ellis who'd made him into kind of a business guy he was like just sort of a slick yeah like slick business dude yeah Uh, looks like that
1: guy from harbinger
0: (laughs) he he looks exactly like the dude from harbinger absolutely (laughs) those those very specifically tailored collars i actually love that look
1: yeah yeah i actually think harbinger was a great book there's so many like uh what even happened to um valiant like do they still have Mm -hmm. comics we just
0: stopped carrying them okay because they just stopped selling
1: selling. it's so weird because it's like they have these concepts that are so good and then they just like they'll come out with something and it's like that's really cool and then like three issues later it's completely unrecognizable and it's like and then they just start them again i don't
0: know the problem the problem with valiant was that we were really there for dinesh we were like This dude is doing something cool. Let's fucking back him up on what he's doing. We will sell your books because you are a cool guy and you have a vision and you're doing this thing. Dinesh got forced out by a bunch of corporate dum-dums who were like, Well, your vision isn't making as much money as we would like. So, go away. And he was like, check out my contract. And it was like, oh, it's going to require like a $50 million buyout. Here's fifty million dollars. Go away, and so they paid him out an insane amount of money for Valiant, because they had this massive Chinese investment, and so oh, the, wow. like it, it's and then they made so that many Vin
1: Diesel movie that bombed. I can't wait to see that though.
0: Yeah. But I mean, that's not the that was released the week that the fucking pandemic started. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it's who's to say? Could Vin get, Diesel could have started the pandemic you know i'm not you know we don't really know how the start me. pandemic started it could have been the blo- the release of the bloodshot movie <laughs> there was
1: that that all that missing information that the, that the chinese government released and
0: then yes took back <laughs> and there was just like a the outline of a bald head yes in the in the notes <laughs> who knows uh guys red room number 2 yeah it's the reddest room uh yeah this book is Obviously, as good as it's going to get for anything like this, you're never going to see a book like this again.
1: I like him. This is not the book for me. No. This is so not the book not for you. This is not a book for me.
0: 100% not the book for you. Uh, this is the book for me, and I think it's amazing, but nice. it is also, like, it's so crazy. It's like, this is the kind of book that you used to see in the 90s, like books called uh, Shriek. There was Gore Shriek. Do you remember that? I remember Uh, Gore Shriek. I was thinking of Faust. uh, It's it feels
1: kind of Fausty to me.
0: It's less. I think it's less Fausty and more like uh, honestly more like the stuff that was done through Mirage. Like Mirage had a couple of titles like this. They um, Steve Bissett did some stuff that was just like straight up Gore comics. And I can't remember what those were called, but they were great and and this is kind of just like it is a gore comic its entire purpose is to be offensive and disgusting and it is it's just meant to take things to massive extremes but also you're never going to see something taken to massive extremes like this done by this team no but yeah. done by a team of this caliber right it's it's insanity how yeah. talented this team is i agree I agree. I very, very, very much this like the creative so team. I just good. like,
1: it's just not like, I don't oh, know
0: no. if you, I mean, it's not even really for me because it's more along the lines of a torture porn, Yeah. but it's so stupid. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they, they know how to play up the silly goofy angles of the whole thing cool. enough that you never really feel like it's like, like you're watching hostile or cannibal Holocaust or, you know, one of those. Um, but you know what does make me feel like I'm watching Cannibal Holocaust? Space Jam, new legacy <laughs> trade paperback. Nice. I threw up six times just putting it on the shelf. <laughs> um, Sonic the Hedgehog, IDW, collection hardcover. Volume one is out. Nice. Oh, that is going to have a huge, huge response. That's been something that they've been putting off forever. Nice. Like, Sonic the Hedgehog fans are diff out. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is definitely a thing. Um, not only do they like him getting uh, getting Shrek pregnant, they like other things about him as well. <laughs> um, I, that, that, whatever
1: joke that was went so far over the top of my head. <laughs> that I most, didn't even see it. go.
0: Quite possibly the most disturbing image on the entire internet is a is a fan uh, piece of fan art of <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog after he impregnated Shrek okay so that's fun guys i have no idea how loud this is going to be but you know what this fucking air conditioning feels great and it is so hot in here yeah yeah it's It just definitely. clicked on because it's on a it's on a timer <laughs> at night it's like oh yeah if it hits 85 degrees it'll turn on like <laughs> that'll ever happen oh yeah. shit it's 85 fucking degrees in here yeah yeah so uh yeah we're gonna let it go Nice. Uh, I'm sorry to anyone who has. If you have issues with noises, my squeaky chair and my weird voice is going <laughs> to fuck you up anyway. My
1: drinking Lipton Brisk <laughs> <laughs> directly in front of the microphone. probably yeah, you're, is a... you're
0: probably gone by now anyway. Yeah. Uh, Spawn Compendium Trade Paperback Volume 1. So now, not only can you get Walking Dead 60 issue compendiums, you can get Spawn 60 issue compendiums. Cool. And I'm not going to lie. This is appealing to me. I might be the target demographic for this particular item. I love the first 30 issues of Spawn. Love them to death. And I never really got past that. But, like, I always... It was as soon as it started taking itself seriously that I got done with Spawn. Yeah. Once it was like heaven and hell, and these are really intense things, and it was like... (laughs) There were all sorts of really intense things prior to that, but they were intense in a goofy way that was like cartoony and fun and I missed that. That yeah. like that first that first few few arcs, man, they were great. Now you can relive it. Exactly. Oh I that AC feels so good. <laughs> I'm jealous. I'm like in my box, so it's not really hitting me. Uh, I'm still I'm still sweating and
1: falling directly on me and it feels fantastic. Damn. Anyway,
0: uh, Spectre Inspector is number 5. Great comic. Yep. Uh, Star Trek year 1 or Star Trek year 5. Year 5 year 521. 21 uh, Star Wars these are the adventures of Star Wars. We got number five of those, and these Star Wars adventures. The next one is the weapon of a Jedi, yes. which is, of number course, two. as everyone knows, is his penis. Um, <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> the Doctor first issue Af- of that was really good, actually. It, yeah, these fucking IDW books are better than they should be. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars Doctor Aphra eleven. Yeah. Uh, we got Star Wars High Republic number six. Yeah. We've got star wars insider the magazine that tells you what is inside a star war
1: (laughs) what is inside a star
0: or a war Uh, it tells you both it's all sorts of stuff all the the force it's the force and speaking of me buying porno comics uh witch of the (laughs) black rose number 128 nice um yep it's uh it's a thing teen titans academy 2021 yearbook this is fun this is really fun
1: honestly it's really fun it's great there's like three stories in it and then a bunch of like it's like literally presented like a high school yearbook um, I feel like it's a little early for it in the grand scheme yeah. of since the series is really just like you have they haven't even introduced all the characters that are spotlighted yeah, yeah. in this in the main series but that said it's still pretty good and it's a nice it, it would be something that actually like if you were interested in what's going on with Teen Titans but had Academy and hadn't jumped on the single issues you know maybe check this out and it gives you a a sense of what's what's happening there it's weird to me that beast boy and raven are in a relationship in the comic though Mm. i think that's a strange couple maybe that's from the cartoon or something it is definitely from the cartoon that was
0: definitely something that like the the teen titans go cartoon was constantly hinting at which is weird that they would take cues from the teen titans go comic but i, I mean, mean it actually isn't, it, though, I guess it isn't because that was because like that's so the demographic yeah. that grew up Yeah, because it's old enough now that those yeah. people are now in, in their, their teens 20s yeah, and 20s, 20s yeah.
2: so yeah
1: evidently yeah. i thought it was a fu- it was a fun it was a fun special issue
0: um, definitely Definitely A very M-Doc. special issue. A very special issue. That Texas that Texas Blood oh, that num- old Texas Blood. <laughs> uh Yeehaw. number seven. And the Marvels, number three.
1: Okay, that's this is the Modoc moment that I was talking oh, about. Oh, I didn't read this. Oh my god. So this I love the Marvels. Honestly, it's almost overtaking in Immortal Hulk as my favorite Marvel it's book.
0: It's so good, and nobody's reading it. It's really oh, funny. Why? It's funny why? how poorly it's, so it's good.
1: Well, it's presented in a very nonlinear way, so I could see someone picking it up being like, I don't get this, and putting yep. it back. It is awesome. It's like this one is uh, the bulk of the issue takes place when Reed Richards and Ben Grimm are immediately prior to becoming going in the rocket and becoming the fantastic four so they're like they're not in college which is always the thing that's presented with them when they're human is like oh the college days this so it's this is like they're on this weird secret mission with bat before he becomes bat rock <laughs> modok before he becomes modok the original doctor strange
2: who oh, is Dr. The, Druid
1: no Dr. Strange there was a guy called Dr. Strange who fought the human torch and it was yeah, uh, like it was like it like maybe even appeared at the same like like a couple months before Dr. Strange that we know yeah. so they change they kind of do this thing where it's like a uh, they call him Dr. Strang and they just lose the E on the end. So they he's like did Dr. Strang. That. They
0: continued to do that, uh, I believe. Well, I looked this up. This was a long. Uh, we got into a conversation about this on the, the podcast with Chad. We got into uh, a big thing about Dr. Druid. Okay. And then Dr. Strang came up. Yeah. And I cannot remember any of the details now, but there was a lot of shit about Dr. Strang. Who yeah, is no he, longer Dr. Strang. Yeah.
1: He just he fought. I think he was in, like, an issue of Strange Tales or something like that. Like, he fought, like, the Human Torch or something. But um, either way, he's in it. And, uh... It's, like, you know, like, Johnny Storm is, like, a little kid, like, kind of, like, it's, like, maybe, like, a few years before the Fantastic Four, but after they're out of college and they're on this mission that ties into, like, the overall story of what's Mm -hmm. happening in the present. Uh, But it was just really cool. Like, when they had the cast of characters and I was, like, what? Because it's, like, they they actually even, like, do the math for you. You don't have to, like, figure it out yourself. It's, like, they show... The characters all show up in the comic and then there's a title page that has all of them listed but it shows them as the, who they became at later so it's like whatever modok whatever his name is like as a human it's like he's it's just a picture of modok but it has his human name underneath it it was i think the marvels is great it's it's super fun uh i still have no idea where they're going with it but they're like introducing characters that like you know from the promo art are going to be in it as adults, like as children. The Shi'ar are in this for some reason. Like, mm. it's all over the map. That's but crazy. it's all over, like, the Marvel Universe map, yeah. so it's really
0: cool. That's great. Does he have, like, a special name? Does Modok have, a like, a special name back then? Is he, like, no hard <laughs> normal, no. Human <laughs> no. His name is normal human organism oh. designed for normal human stuff? <laughs> Wait, no, hold on, I'm going to go get it. No hard, it's... Is he the Bangor guy, or is he the... Because they changed his origin to be from, like, Pennsylvania, and it pisses me off, well, because he was Bangor mains. Yeah,
1: he was from Bangor, but that that was in... Uh, like, I think it was, like, something where they just said he was from Bangor for the Marvel Universe thing. They, like, never... It was never in a comic that he was from Bangor yeah, yeah. or anything like that, so they were just, like, in all those things. Like, and DC did this, I think, to some extent, where it was, like, well, they when, had the stats yeah. they had to fill out, and so someone was just, like, Bangor mains, so you know? So Aquaman like,
0: was from... Rockport, Maine, or wherever he's from. Uh, in Maine. Yeah, I know, yeah, Harpswell or like, Harpswell. Yeah, he's, I don't, he's from someplace with a place on the ocean in Maine huh. originally, or at least at one in one iteration, and then they changed it.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't really know. The only thing about he's he's kind of always been sort of coastal Maine based yeah. um, for when he's not in Atlantis, um, which is very <laughs> few of the. Okay, so anyway, this guy Modok, he is, should have
0: a thick Maine accent oh my god that would be awesome
1: <laughs> jason momoa would be like i'm at one man dude <laughs> i would pay uh, i would pay so much to see,
0: see jason momoa trying to do a stephen king level main accent oh man no
1: i would want like a like a deer isle like fisherman <laughs> oh, yeah. accent like it, which i would do right now i can actually do a pretty good one but i can't do it without swearing so so there you go Bob. I can't. yeah <sighs> that's how you get me to not do it so anyway his name is george Tarleton.
0: Yes it is George Tarleton What a rough name No wonder he decided to <laughs> enlarge the size of his head And ride around in a little hover chair
1: Yes uh, Yeah there's like a guy Named Craig Crash Simpson Who I think might be a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent uh, George Backrock And Alain Racine Who I don't know who that is um,
0: That's my Alain is my middle name Alain Is it really? Oh nice <laughs> My
1: middle name is Warren Like the magazine publisher, (laughs) like
0: the Elizabeth. (laughs) Oh yeah, like her too. That's cool. (laughs) Uh, Two Moons, one of the best horror comics on the market. Uh, What the? Are you fucking kidding? Yeah, I think it's just a miniseries. It ends. There's no like next issue.
1: Suck it. It's so good. Two Moons is so good. And Two Moons. Why would you end this? Absolutely. Two Moons get the trade. Yeah. like oh I mean the, just, the single issues are totally worth having don't let me dissuade you if that's your interest but like if you want to read yeah. the most awesome Civil War based yep. uh like monster uh, like spiritual like psychedelic demonic yeah it's so good yep oh god I love Jarno I Agree. Kitty. he's so
0: good Yep. really good yeah, two minutes was awesome this was and coming up next is my favorite book of the week Ooh. Uh, United States of Captain America. Ooh, favorite of the week, huh? Yeah, I thought it was good. I, it's funny. Uh, I definitely see how you could see it as like as kind of heavy-handed because it, it was is, just
1: very exposition-heavy the beginning, and I wasn't oh, a super into that. Yeah,
0: yeah. This just this concept kills me, and I I think it's it's more that I have a visceral reaction to this because there are certain characters like Superman, for example that this treatment should 100% be used with where the character themselves, I can't help but feel that they are almost irrelevant. I don't, huh. I, I feel like captain America is too difficult. A character. I know that they've managed to continue to have him have a series and it's sold. Okay. And all that. But I feel like when I look at him, I think he looks like a goof. <laughs> um, I, the, the, it's difficult. I like him when he shows up in Avengers or shows up in something else and you're like, oh fuck It's Captain America. This is cool and people respect him and all that yeah. and he has this like history of being the most upstanding blah blah blah, but What he really is is a symbol and as a he's a concept and I feel like he works best as a concept and the idea that there are all of these people all over the country picking up the mantle of Captain America in like, in a way where they don't even have the powers, they're just literally like, no, the idea of this gives me strength, and so I feel like I can stand up for what's right, because this symbol gives me strength and that is so moving to me and I just, I love that and I love the design of this kid, because he does look like a train-hopping crust punk you know, (laughs) like (laughs) he's He's just like, he's, he, uh, to be fair, he doesn't have a dog, you know, and he doesn't have any ass flaps, uh, <laughs> but he is literally, he's the Captain America of the railroad essentially. And so, and they make fun of him. They say that he sounds like a Woody Guthrie song and all that. And it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's I do, I love the idea
1: of a Woody Guthrie style yeah. Captain America. And I do really like that new character. Yeah. Um, definitely. Also, Christopher Cantwell. Uh, yes don't be if you google christopher Cantwell, there are two of them one is a filmmaker who co-created the show halt and catch fire and one is known as the crying nazi which, uh, so it's definitely not by the crying nazi oh that poor uh,
0: jesus i'm so sorry for christopher yeah, Cantwell. christopher i'm Cantwell. not sorry for the crying nazi p.s uh, exactly i could give two shits about he's what an he's american crying
1: white about. supremacist neo-nazi <laughs> anti-semitic conspiracy theorist oh. federal informant and convicted felon. I just was just like, what do I know Christopher Cantwell from? And I Googled it, and that was the first thing that came up, and I was oh, like, no. This is definitely not no, written by that, a white supremacist. Is, also, Marvel is definitely
0: not hiring this guy Mar- Marvel anything. will
1: not be hiring that. <clears throat> no, it's the guy who, who wrote Halt and Catch Fire and some other comical books.
0: Halt and Catch Fire. That thing that people say is great, and yeah, I've I will never seen probably it. never see I will definitely never see it.
1: Um, yeah. Also wrote Dr. Doom
0: everything
1: oh that was the everything
0: was that shopping mall See, one that was the i did like everything i yeah. just i felt like it kind of fell apart she could
1: fly that was that one from burger books that was kind of weird did not like that one also wrote the mask iron man captain I mean, america I have no idea what that is paper oh and producer of the television adaptation of paper Girls. oh
0: no kidding nice. that's cool um yeah enjoyed it nice and so here we have uh, usagi yojimbo dragon bellow conspiracy yes
1: so this is like the same thing that's going on with walking dead where they're recoloring old yep. usagis they probably that's probably been what's been going on for a long time and i just realized that's what what was happening um but anyway it looks great
0: fair enough uh there's a vampire the masquerade uh Comic out. It is number nine. The cover is despite it being Christmas themed. (laughs) The the cover is a Christmas themed uh, it's either an homage or a rip-off, depending on what you wanna (laughs) wanna call it. It is. I will. I will assume it is an homage to, uh, to Bloody New Year's, ah. uh, the the shitty horror movie because the poster was New Year's themed and it was a skull on a table that was surrounded by party favors and had a little blower in its mouth and a little party hat on <laughs> and it looks exactly like this only not Christmas. Yes. Um, we got that that Vampirella that all the kids are, are into. Everybody loves that Vampirella. And we finally have Watchmen back in stock. For God's sake, <laughs> we've ordered this. We've literally ordered Watchmen every month for like the last four months, and it has not come in. Huh? We've had so many people asking, which is crazy that not every single person on Earth has <laughs> a copy of Watchmen at this point. Yeah. But, uh, I don't think that would be. I run to a find. comic shop, and I have one, and I shouldn't. I. I'm surrounded by copies of it constantly turns out there was a drought so if if I had wanted to read it in that four months I would have been screwed so (laughs) it's a good thing I have one yeah I it's love my watchmen,
1: my old school watchmen from like, there's yeah. like, there's certain trades that have been recolored and red redone. And I'm really glad I have like my old man, yeah. like shaking my cane at my no, old,
0: I, like, I gotta say, I kind of wish I had the, the old colored yeah, version. It's just
1: so flat and gross looking. It's, it's so like, horrible. it looks so much better now.
0: It does. <laughs> it's so bad. I like v for De Vendetta. V for is the Vendetta same is the worst. Yeah, so bad. V for Vendetta. You're like, did they misalign the plates or something? Because nah. like, there's like, it's just vertigo. It's like coloring was like, outside the lines and shit. There was a thing with Vertigo
1: when they, or even like the pre-Vertigo stuff. I mean, obviously, like, uh, you know, V for Vendetta didn't start out as a Vertigo book. Um, yes, but uh, but it started
0: like, in Warrior magazine. But the idea. Was
1: that like if everything Was flat and gray and muted It looked more serious And like right. that was yeah. so it was like the anti Superhero thing yep. like if you're reading that You'd be like less embarrassed Because it wasn't yep. like That's red that, and yellow cause it's and not bright colors and, and, That yeah, might yeah. seem childish But it, like they went observer. so yeah. overboard And it's <laughs> like you know if you want an example of like the How like when they were doing it wrong is the first Garth Ennis uh, Hellblazer before Steve Dillon yep. when Will Simpson yeah, was the artist like that coloring or like the old Doom Patrols the, the old Morrison oh, yeah. Doom Patrols. Oh
0: yeah oh absolutely those. That just looks like they forgot to add a layer of color it's yeah. like, it's I just, like yeah. half the amount of color that you would normally use. Yeah
1: and then if you look at the Paul Jenkins era of Hellblazer that Matt Hollingsworth was the colorist yep. for it's like that's when like it was like okay like I'm going to do that palette but I'm going to like actually put normal bright colors in it as well so that it actually looks good yeah yeah, that's just my
0: nope your two cents is noted and I I rant (laughs) I agree with your rant Uh, we only find them when they're dead number seven I didn't even open the cover of this but I like
1: this uh, I was excited to see where this is gonna go this series Um, the second arc is gonna be where I decide whether I stick with it or not
0: and unfortunately we are sold out of white number one we pre sold out before Bob could grab a copy. I'm sorry. Uh, it looks to really believe. good. Yeah, it does. It looks amazing. Uh, witch Blood, number four. I like Witch Blood. Witcher, which is Lament, number two. Mm-hmm. We got with The World of Betty and Veronica, Jumbo Comics Digest, number six. Cool. We got X Factor, number 10, where we get some. OMG. Oh, boy. It's a big one. Don't <laughs> miss it. Things I, are never going to be the same after this issue. Yeah, that's true. I mean sort of. I'm uh, yeah, no, that's kind of a big deal.
2: Yeah. And I mean, also there's it's, yeah, there's, I, you can see what they're doing with
0: it. Oh, yeah. But what I really love about it is that they did fix the powers of uh of iBoy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank God. He now has a power set, which is helpful. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, they may have they may have done it a little too much cuz now he is he's been amped up considerably (laughs) yeah uh he looked jacked (laughs) i mean he is jacked he's now not only is he a precog he's also psychic he's also uh he also shoots energy he can also like what was he saying like i
1: I saw what you were about to do or something like that yeah like but it wasn't even that it was something it was actually pretty
0: clever and also, he can he can move faster than anyone else because he's like he can see what people are going to do in the future. So yeah, like yeah, he's he's definitely up there now. Yes, they've definitely jacked up his powers, but jacked. it's cool. Jacked. Uh, jacked. Uh, we've got the gigantic uh, omnibus edition of X Men: Age of Apocalypse. Cool. Cool beans. We've got you promised me darkness. Hey. Aww. you promised me darkness. Why would someone promise you darkness? number three? I don't know. <laughs> it's too bright. <laughs> I promise.
1: I just want to sleep Here here's this eye mask.
0: Oh thanks so
2: much.
1: <laughs> I
0: deliver when I promise Thanks darkness. for the darkness and that is it. That's all we got. That's it and uh, we've got a lot of uh, we got a lot of figures this week though yes um, there's there's the new uh, Star Wars retro collection. We have a bunch of those. The ones that look like the three and three quarters figures from the 70s. Those they are awesome. Fantastic. We've got uh, the Mad Balls gigantic circular <laughs> puzzle from Super 7. We got a massive order in from Super 7, including the new Ren and Stimpy figures. OMG. Which are
1: just I want them. Perfect. I hope you have more than just what's oh, on the shelf. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I will at some future date. I bought
0: cases of all of them. Oh, my God. I can't wait to have and, the Ren and Snippy and tear them and out of the package. Also, also I haven't opened oh, the Powdered sure. Toast Man yet. Ah, uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I was in process. So what I have is probably like seven of the of the new, of the the Misfits figures as well because they did... Misfits? Like from Gem and the Holograms? No, the ones that are not truly outrageous.
1: Oh, the actual, the Glenn Danzig Misfits. Yes. Oh. They, they
0: basically did... Super 7 got the license to make A Crimson Ghost action Figure based on the Misfits Yes
1: I remember that figure
0: And so they have taken it and they have Redone it over and over again with Different backers from different records Oh. So it's like the Here's the Walk Among oh, Us right. Here's the Caroline version Here's the like static age version And they're like clear plastic Redos so like one of them is like A yellow clear plastic with yeah. splats one of them's like the one of them is the black costume with the blood on it, nice. which they discontinued because it was really offensive. Because uh, that <laughs> was the uh, that was the bullet one, which if you're a oh. if you're a fan of the, <laughs> yeah. the, the Misfits, you know yeah. you know that cover is not terribly you know respectful of no. anyone's family, yeah. uh, particularly the Kennedys. And so yeah, so some you're other, saying it got cancel cultured? I'm saying it got cancel cultured. So, I'm saying they thought it was like mean to do something that hurt someone's family, and they stopped doing it like a bunch of fucking assholes. <laughs> like, You're supposed to hurt people. Yeah. This great. Yeah, hurting people is fun. Yeah, um, canceled. Fucking canceled. Anyway, kids, uh, thank you so much for listening, and uh, and we will be back next week with more comic books. And uh, yes,
1: yeah, I thought it was a quiet week this week, but there's a lot of there's books. a lot of books. It takes us so long to get through them.
0: Yeah, this was uh, an thanks hour and ten. Yeah, thanks for sticking with us. Hopefully, oh, you can still hear us with the AC on, but at least we didn't pass out, so that's good. Yeah, I, th- uh, I
1: was much more comfortable for the second half. So.
0: <laughs> so true. All right, thank you guys. Have a good night. We will see you next week. Bye.